Hello and welcome to Movie Guys Podcast Presents The Return of the Living Dead Retrospective Series Episode. Stupid asshole! Watch your tongue, boy, if you like this job! Like this job! We will be sitting down and discussing all the films in the Return of the Living Dead franchise. The pain of being dead. And a warning up front, this show is intended for mature audiences only. The views and or opinions expressed within this episode does not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Movie Guys Podcast. So, thank you for downloading, and make sure to check us out at MovieGuysPodcast.com. Hey, God, you're dead. You're dead, man, and you're going to turn into one of those things out there. Hey everybody, this is Jordan from Movie Guys Podcast, and tonight we're doing our first retrospective series episode, Return of the Living Dead, and I'm here with Eric and Edward. How are you guys doing tonight? Pretty good, pretty good, guys. Uh, I love, love, love watching uh, all these movies uh, for my own no, sake. You didn't. For the, no, you didn't. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Like, we'll, we'll, I love the first couple of them. After that, we'll talk about it. But, <laughs> Eric, how's your uh, how's your week? Couple weeks. Uh, you know, it's been okay. You know, just kind of uh, getting kind of things done and, and everything else. And uh, it, it's been uneventful, guys. So, I mean, it's it's we got to hit pretty hard with winter here. Like it went from like sixty degrees to like ten overnight, and really, I, and I was unprepared. And it it has been pretty hard, pretty hard to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, luckily for me, uh, I drive a brand new Chevrolet, so I can use my OnStar Remote Link app on my phone to start my car every single morning. Well, uh, <laughs> there you go. It's, uh, it is three degrees where I am right now, so it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, geez, you know, you, you see that like everyone else had kind of the same effect where it's like some places that usually have bad winters like get worse and worse and it's just like this is this not ringing a bell for anybody it's like should we no this business as usual it's, it's huh not... like just we're just gonna yeah. record highs <laughs> it's just like... having, lived, uh, having lived where near jordan lives i can say that you know once, as soon as it decides to be winter it is winter now now eric i can't speak to where you live but here in western pennsylvania where i was born and i live now it hasn't made up its mind yet. It will be, you know, cold today, and then all of a sudden, you know, we'll have snow, and then it'll be 60 degrees, and then it'll snow again, and then it'll be 60 degrees. It, it, it has not made up its mind, and it's that same thing every year. Like, the reason why everyone hates Detroit, I think, is because it's always covered in a sheet of ice. How this this whole lake effect is like the west side gets all this this thick this thick thick snow. But then as it drifts more east towards like Detroit, it's where like it thins out. And so it just gets we just get all the ice and it just is miserable. Nah. And like it's it's that wind. You 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 know that wind that that where you like speak to yourself wind, where you get out of the car and it hits you in the face and you go, God damn you know, it just, <laughs> And you just Yes. Yes, yes. That with that yes, yes. That Well, that okay, of. so uh we're going to talk about Return of the Living Dead. The reason why uh, I felt we needed to discuss this is because this is a series that is becoming very popular. So the reason why I say that is because there's a documentary that's out now on Blu-ray called More Brains. And it's an almost two-hour documentary about this franchise and how it all started. Do you guys know, or to the fans, know the history of Return of the, uh, Return of the Living Dead and how this whole thing came about? No, I was hoping you guys were going to tell me. These, these are movies that like I was not particularly allowed to watch as a kid, but it was great because whenever I would go to maybe a friend's house or my cousin's house, these were the movies that they watched. And so these, gotcha. to me, were an extra sort of special just because they were kind of like the forbidden fruit type thing, you know, where uh, I oh, wasn't yeah. allowed to, and it was, oh, we get to spend the night, we get to watch a, you know, a scary movie or something like that, too. But I've only ever seen them, you know, once or twice, you know, through the run-through. I never uh, – I, I appreciated them on a different level than most. Sure. Well, okay, so here's the fun thing. Now, I'm going to get some names screwed up, but this is the history for the fans and for you guys. 
when George Romero made Night of the Living Dead in the 60s, he had a partner. I believe his last name was Russo. Is, if, am, am I believe, is, is that correct? I think. Anyway. That's about right. His partner and him, after, after the success of Night of the Living Dead, George Romero and his partner Russo decided to branch off, and Romero was going to make his sequel, Dawn of the Dead, and Russo wanted to make his sequel, Return of the Living Dead. The script was made to be serious. It was not made to be a farce. They weren't supposed to talk and say, send more paramedics. They weren't going (laughs) to eat brains or none of that. How it became slapstick is, you guys are going to love this. Did you guys know, did you catch the director of this movie, Dan O'Bannon? You know, Ed, I know you know, but Eric, do you know who Dan O'Bannon is? No, but nothing that a quick uh, uh, click click of the mouse would fix. Oh, wow, wow, he's, Dano, got, he's got quite the resume. Yes. Dan O'Bannon is famous for giving us Alien, the original Alien. He wrote the screenplay for Alien, the executive that fought. How yeah, fucking drunk oh, are yeah. you? <laughs> Sorry, he wrote the screenplay. And this is funny. This was in the, I have uh, the Alien quadrilogy set. And they were interviewing the executives at Fox, and they said that we got O'Bannon's script, and it was the most sexist, racist, piece of shit script they've ever read <laughs> and but they said skip ahead until the 50th page or whatever and you see how the alien gets on board the only thing they kept in the original script was the chestburster scene everything else was totally done by somebody else not by dan o'bannon because dan well, o'bannon let us not forget dan o'bannon dan o'bannon also did total recall and Total Recall, yeah, I don't know about you guys, was one of my favorite movies. I love well, how horny it was, how bad it was. Well, I don't know if he, I don't know if he, um, he, he wrote that, but this is this, this is the funny thing. This is the end of it. The reason why the script sucked for Alien is just like Return of the Living Dead, it was slapstick. The alien spoke. Yeah. And they were like, no, we don't no, want that. No. Yeah, which was the, so, the right, right choice on, on that. On that part, it would completely yes. throw the the mood from the movie. But uh, oh, he did he did Screamers as well, man. That's yeah, he's dead now. I think I, I believe. Well, uh. Screamers was a good one of mine too, just because uh, it was uh, also written by Philip K. Dick. Mm-hmm. But we're uh, I don't want to digress too much from that 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 druggy. <laughs> I like Philip what, K. Dick. What a gr- what a great name for movies, by the way. What, yeah, Philip K. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Phil Dick, please. So, <laughs> that's the story of how this movie came to play. Now, it's completely different, but I will say this in this retrospective series for the fans, we're going to talk about all of them, not some as more than others. Also, for our review, we're going to say what is our favorite and what's our least favorite as well. So, here we go for this one. Eric and Ed, how'd you guys feel about the first one, Return of the Living Dead? It came out in '85. Is this a good movie? I, yeah, you know what? I I think it's enjoyable for for what it is. I I remember more just the in the opening sequence actually, where they were you know the the, the people were were in the basement and they uh, unlocked that that chamber or something like that, and you kind of see the fog that just kind of and you see like the face just kind of through the glass. And, uh, as as a kid just watching that part is going, oh, okay, I gotta shift gears into into watching this now, you know? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, like, it's... The first movie is so ridiculous, I wasn't allowed to watch it because of, uh... Oh, what is her name? But the one that strips naked for no reason. Oh, my God, my favorite character of all time. <laughs> now, Jordan and I have had conversations about this for years. That is one of my all-time favorite scenes in the history of film. Huh. And not, not when she strips, but like the transition when she's talking about how her biggest fear, I can't remember her name, and I'm, and I'm sorry, guys, but you know how she, she, when she's stripping naked, she's talking about how her biggest fear would be to be ripped apart by old men. And then all of a sudden she just strips naked and shakes her butt. You know, it is what it is. But like that, that scene where she's talking about it, it's... That movie 
in that particular scene, you know, as a kid and up till now, has <laughs> has set my standard for women. <laughs> Every woman I've ever wanted has had that same kind of mentality, and maybe it's my own stupid fault for watching it the wrong time in my own, you know, personal development. But you know, and then and then later on when when she really does get ripped apart by old men, I the first one is my favorite. And I'm gonna jump ahead here, guys, but like the first one, it's the the filmmaking itself isn't all that awful. <laughs> But, you know, I, I, I just think the story they tell and they tell talk about, hey, do you remember that movie that took place in Pittsburgh? And do you remember this? And do you remember that? Well, we have the true story. It's all based on a true story. And if that guy who made that movie had told the true story, he would have got his ass suit uh, off. You know, I, I love that idea that they, they sort of talked about the other movie and they brought it up. They didn't, they didn't, you know, like pretend it never happened. It wasn't its own thing. And Jordan, that goes back on what you had said about the storyline of this particular movie being a sequel, but also at the same time, not really. I mean, it's it takes place in the same world, but maybe it's not necessarily a sequel to those who made the movie, uh, you know, later on. No, yeah, and, and that's the thing. And, and Eric, I wanted to talk about what you said earlier too, because that I agree with you on that. What makes this movie great is the zombie out of the um, out of the uh, out of the drum, which they call Tar Man, and that guy is freaking creepy still to this day. I I'm scared to death of Tar Man. He is nuts. It's it's crazy. And but I do love when all the all the um, all the uh, what? All the dead animals come to life. The dog, and they start feeding it with the stick for no reason. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful! It's beautiful. <laughs> How do we feel about the lore? Because in Night of the Living Dead and in Dawn of the Dead, and at this point in time, we had Day of the Dead. Zombies ate people. They didn't talk. In this movie, they talk and they ate brains. Which one's better, in your guys' opinion? It's uh, it's really tough. In this day and age, when I've seen so many different types of zombie movies, I mean, almost every everything that can be imagined, I think, has already been done. And so it's hard to add, a, add new rules or, or a new vision on anything that is zombie, because or and Living Dead or something like this, just, just because of, you know, certain rules or, or certain... I guess stereotypes that are descriptions that kind of fall under it, you know, fast zombie, slow zombie, uh, braining zombie, disease zombie, you know, whatever the hell, uh, if it's going to be something like that, too. Um, I prefer mine to not talk. I Yeah. That's just, it's just me, but I mean, some people, if you're going to go for something like that, I don't know if you said that this is not purposefully supposed to be kind of like a, a uh, I, I, I don't know, it, was it supposed to be a serious zombie movie? Like, they're just like, yeah, let's add these, yeah. They, they, yeah they no, talk. no, it was meant to be slapstick. It, it, it was meant to be kind of like a dark comedy, in a way. Then, yeah, then, you know, for the sake of Hollywood, yeah, you can have them, have them talk. And, and why not the hell, you know? I mean, who's going to yeah. tell you not, you know? I mean, they're, they're dead people. But uh, I think some of them, I mean, uh, when you go on later on down, I mean, some of them make, you know, descriptive noises and some of them do mumble it's like so it's not unusual for it to happen yeah it takes well, remember, like that. remember the scene where they you know are jumping ahead just a tiny bit but in the scene in the first one where they grab the the woman who's half a zombie which by the way zombie boobs by the way yeah that <laughs> um, happened and, and you know they ask her why do you have to eat brains and she explains that the only and she talks she, and it sets up like this this real well, campy thing throughout the whole rest of the series. Ask yeah. a question, Ed. You know, you're gonna get an answer. <laughs> and it and it does. It sets up this whole campy thing where the zombies talk, but at the same time, like this was the first horror movie I re ever remember seeing. I remember having it on VHS. I don't remember from where I got it. I don't remember how it was it, it was given to me. But I remember this being the first horror movie that I'd ever seen. And I remember trying to explain to my dad that it was real, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I, I don't know how old I was. I, I had to be, you know. I mean, I was, I was, you know, I, I wasn't born when this movie came out, but I had to be maybe ten or twelve when the, when I first saw it. And the the idea of the zombies talking in this movie was what I knew at the time. And you know, thinking back. 
retrospectively, I, I, it made sense to me. It absolutely makes sense to me that these people, although they're dead, and okay, so maybe now what we understand, Eric, and you're right, I think what we understand now about zombies is that, you know, you've got the two lines. You've got their... their there's no room in hell, the George A. Romero zombies, and then these ones forget about the fact that they talk. And then you have the the virus zombies, you know, the 28 Days Later zombies. You know, I think this one, this sort of is a campy version of both because they talk, yeah. and then, you know, at one point they're eating brains, and the, the one grabs, you know, send more cops, and the other one says, send more paramedics. You know, they, <laughs> And then, and then in the other later movies, they actually pay homage to that idea because they never talk about it again. Like it just happens, and then they—I forget which movie. Jordan, you can probably get me right on that one, but whichever one it is, they actually say it again: "Send more security guards." Oh, it's it's the last one. It's they yeah. say "send more security guards." <laughs> I, I think it's beautiful. I think it's. I think this series, for what it was, was it was it was really perfect. It was almost perfect. No, and let's see what's really fun about, and I don't know what you guys feel, but my favorite two characters in this movie and in the sequel is Bert and the kid. Those two are awesome right. with each other. I wish <laughs> yeah. the whole, and I tell you what, when they did four and when they did five, I understand the actors got older, and I believe the older guy has actually has passed away, but man, if I think this whole franchise could have been these two guys. A different movie, different situation, different characters, and they always turn out to be zombies. I, I like you, that. Tina. <laughs> Tina, I'm going to eat your brains, <laughs> Tina. <laughs> I think it's great. Okay, look. To not make this ridiculously long, since it's our first time fans we're doing a series like this, I, I guess let's be fair. Uh, Eric, what in your opinion is the best and the worst in this series so far, would you say? Ooh, um, well, I guess the worst, I did not like Return of the Living Dead 3. I remember not finishing it, actually. Um, yeah. And that's that's just that's just me. I think at that point, you know, when you get to the point where you're trying to just kind of, I, I don't know, either just crank it out just to make a moneymaker or just to do it in the in the series, or I, I don't I don't even know. Like, but it just it wasn't, it wasn't for me, pretty much. Wasn't for you? Which one's the, which one, okay, Ed, which one's your least favorite? Oh, um, the last two were just fucking terrible, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to have to say my least favorite, and I do have to recuse myself from two, and I apologize, guys, I did not have the opportunity to watch it, um, to, we're recording this on a Sunday, and I live in western Pennsylvania, the Steelers game was on today, <laughs> um, and so I was, I had to watch that, it, it's sort of obligatory here, uh, but the ones that I did see, I saw the rest of them, minus two. Uh, I think Rave to the Grave was my was my least favorite. Um, the reason for that is because you have the exact same characters from 4, Necropolis, who apparently forgot that they were in a zombie movie the first time around, and then they go into it a second time. <laughs> and they don't even mention that, oh, hey, if they would have just said, hey, I saw this before, I know what to do, they'd have been fine. But, but you've got you know you've got people who are acting as if this has never happened before. They don't understand what's going on. Which okay, a zombie movie from the early two thousands, taking you know as, as a as a sequel from the eighties, that makes sense. But they these characters and these actors were in the last one, and it was a year ago. It was a year previous to this movie coming out. But did they so just that, like did they just evil dead it? You know, like is that what that happened? Is that they well, just kind of well no. What what it was was in uh, in Necropolis. I mean. Forget about the idea of the story being just awful, and they just turn into power. These power these these high school kids just turn into Power Rangers, rappelling down buildings, and you know they somehow know how to shoot guns and a kid getting kidnapped. Sounds like that, Dallas to me because I'm pretty sure that's what you were wanting to do in high school. I mean, that's what I was wanting to do. <laughs> that's what I want to do now. Yeah, like, let's but, do it right now. Sign me up. In in Rave to the Grave. Um, it's the same cast of characters. Now they're in college. One of the kids who was who took you know he was a mainstay in in Necropolis in in that movie. He ends up making ecstasy that is zombie ecstasy, 
Now, if you take a little bit, you get a great high. You're there for 30 seconds. You start to drool on your face, and then it is what it is. But you take a little bit too much, and then you become a zombie. He starts to profit from the idea of making zombies. Like, you would think he had seen that before, and it was a bad idea. We shouldn't do it. That's part one. Um, and then uh, the second reason why, and most important reason why I hated uh, Rape to the Grave was the end. The very, very end. Now, you have the, the uh, what would they call it? Tar Man. They, they yeah. finally reintroduce it. They pay homage to it. That's beautiful. And he screams brains, and you know he gets shot up a couple times. Um, and they forget it. They forget that in the first three, if you hit them in the brain, they don't die. Yeah. You know, but in these two, if you, apparently if you do, they do. They do die. Um, but in in Rave to the Grave, uh, the very end, you get the Tar Man who's standing there, and they they reference it earlier in the movie, like maybe three quarters of the way. He's standing there with a sign that says Rave. Uh, it says rave or bust, and he has the R spelled backwards, which is just stupid. And um, and then he's standing there, and then they go, the movie's over, you know, the heroes have won, you know, the people have died, and, you know, the last survivors are there, it is what it is. And then you get, and then he's standing there, and they play this stupid I'm so lonely country song. Yeah. And he's like, he's so fed up. He, you know, some, nobody will pick him up, so he throws his sign on the ground. And he walks away, and they're playing that song, and, he's, and he just screams brains, and he walks off into the sunset. Like they they made it, <laughs> that that is so stupid. No, it's <laughs> like, not. It's I, amazing. I was so offended at the time that they had taken up of my life to watch these last two movies that I went into work and showed a couple of guys that I work with. Uh, the ending to this particular movie and said, you know what I was doing last night? This is what I was doing. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and I was so, like, I was literally offended that they took up that much time of my life with those two movies. No. No. Okay. All right. Well, th that's fine. Uh, I'm going to actually agree with you, Ed, that I think the worst is uh, Rape to the Grave. But here's the thing, though, is that we're talking about Return of the Living Dead. I mean, him, uh, Tar Man, saying brains and walking off the sunset is beautiful. It's perfect. All yeah. he missed was, are you ready for a party? Yeah. From the first one. <laughs> I need that. Um, but, okay, now this is, okay, now I think this is going to be the most interesting question for this one. What one is the best? Eric, in your opinion, which one's the best? Um, Reanimator? Is that is that in that series? No. No. <laughs> That's the same. <laughs> Uh, no, Spark I, another one, brother. <laughs> well, I I mean, I probably would just go Night of the Living Dead. Can I just go with that one if you're just going to go – if we're just going to talk about all of them or does it have to be a, a Return of the Living Dead series? Return of the Living Dead series, which one is the best in the Return of the Living Dead series? Oh, the the first one then. I, I oh. Just enjoyed the first okay. one. That's, that's – okay. I mean, it just, it just held, held grounds for me and – I, again, when you when you just when a movie is just self-aware of itself and knows what it is, and you can just tell that it, whatever it is on camera, like they're having fun on there, and just kind of comes back into it, everyone's just into it. You know, it, you have a good time, and I, I really had a good time. I as I remember watching a movie. It's just it's, okay. It's All right. Well, I'm gonna be different then, I guess. Uh, my favorite, and I think the best, is actually two. I think two is the best in the whole franchise. Return really? of the Living Dead Part 2 is the best. Absolutely. Um, Return of the Living Dead 2 is, is my childhood. Uh, my brother and I watched that thing religiously at my dad's house. Why? Because the cover art scared the living shit out of us. If you guys ever have looked up the cover art, it's it's creepy. It is this cemetery with this cloud with a, with a demonized face in it. We're like, what is this movie? And, uh, that we was the yeah. shit, too, by the way, too, back in the day when you had art to go by. Like, when yeah. a movie poster oh, or, yeah. or the VHS cover had to be on point. Otherwise, you wouldn't be like, yeah, that's the one. I have no I don't even got to read the back. That one. No, just got to see it. The reason why I think 2 is better is because they realized what they had in 1 and they made it better in 2. I like the fact that Bert and the kid were back in this movie again, and they call it out. I think Bert even says it. Hey, this all seems familiar for some reason. <laughs> I mean, that's just great. And one of my favorite ideas for zombies is zombies in suburbia. I think that's a great idea. 
and you know they're building this California nuclear ET kind of style suburban area and there's zombies everywhere uh, the scene that I always loved and the reason why I think number two is the best they'll creep me out the most is when the kid turns into a zombie again and he chases his girlfriend into the uh, 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 church <laughs> and it's and, it, and it's and it's and it's campy because he's like Tina or whatever her name is I want to eat your brains it's all spicy and, and stuff and and she's like what it's it's spicy and she has nowhere to go she knows she's done and she goes okay you can eat my brains there you go. like that's just creepy <laughs> so that's why I liked it a lot man I mean two is just ridiculous two is great two is uh, the last thing I can say is two is definitely a ripoff of aliens in my <laughs> opinion um, personally, if I can add this, although one has a lot of history for me personally, of all the films, the most well done was three. It was not my wow. favorite. It was not my favorite. One is my favorite because, you know, like I'd said just, you know, minutes ago, but of, of all the ones, you know, three is sort of a standalone. Three, three is the one. Just, just correct me because I might be getting confused, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. Three is the one where like the girl dies in like a bike accident, and the yes. boyfriend brings her back to, to life, right? Yes, exactly. Yep. He, brings her, he brings her back to life because his dad, his his dad is in charge of the zombie, you know, create creating of the uh, the weapons, yeah, and to start you know start thereof, and then you know. The only thing that cures her of her love of brains is pain. Well, there you go. Yeah. I think, like, if I might, I think that, like, the best the, – the, that's why I like that movie in terms of, like, it, it being my favorite. Although uh, – excuse me, the most well done. Because it can – number one, it can stand alone. If you just took that movie by itself, not being uh, a member of the Return of the Living Dead series, it works. Now you know you you know you get the the idea that the zombies can, can can they can some of them can continue to live, some of them can't, some of them are zombies, some of them aren't, some of them have sex. You know, like that doesn't make sense to me. But if you just take that out of the context of the Return of the Living Dead series. And out of context of what we know about zombies, that one by itself, to me, may you know, it, it stands alone, and I think that's why, it, particularly, it's my favorite. Jordan, I don't know if you want to add to that or take away from that. Look, I mean, I mean, three is good. Three's becoming very, very popular. I don't know why they are re-releasing three again on Blu-ray for some reason. Um, I, I three was never really my favorite, but I think Rates of the Grave is definitely the worst. Um, but I got a better argument for you, because uh, you had because you had a chance to see it. Um, but uh, number two is the best because it had Michael Jackson zombie. So I, mean, <laughs> I, I went on that argument. Did it really? Absolutely, it did. <laughs> so I mean, Michael Jackson zombie dancing around with his hair on fire—that was the big thing in the '80s. Michael nice. Jackson Pepsi commercial. <laughs> I mean, it's it's that's the reason why the movie's amazing. Uh, however, other than that, that's my opinion on it. Um, so, now, did you guys have a favorite zombie in these movies? Because clearly what makes this different than the other ones is you have character zombies, like uh, the naked girl zombie in the first one, or even the one that's uh, half naked on the table says she likes brains. You got Michael Jackson zombie in the second one. <laughs> of course, you got the girl zombie in the third one. I mean, every one of these has different characters of zombies. Is there one in particular that you guys really, really dig that I think is the best? Yeah, I think you know, if, if, if of all of them, I mean, you again, there's not most of them are just generic. But no, there, the there character... was like a gangster zombie in one of them. There was like like some sort of not like like a, but like an Afro zombie in one of them. I'm trying to think which one the <laughs> fuck it was, but it was, <laughs> it was one of those like, weirdest like like really dude like. You're going to put that in an Afro in, fucking zombie? In yeah. In three, where they, you know, they've got those, uh, the sort of, the, uh, the characters who rob the convenience store, and, and they he and the, late, the girl zombie kills them all, and she rips the one's skull and, and tailbone, like his whole, his whole neck, 
you know, for no reason. He rips that, rips that whole thing out. If I had to pick one favorite, that would be her. Um, but my, you know, just my the one that I love the most. Um, even though maybe it's not necessarily my favorite, the one that I have the most affection towards is uh, who was the who, what was the, I can't remember his name. What was the old guy in the first one? Not well, not Ernie? the guy who owned the mortuary. Ernie is it? Ernie, Ernie. yeah. Because he realizes what he's becoming because he sees the young guy becoming that. Yeah. He sees it, and he you know, first off, he calls his wife and says, hey, listen, leave the pot roast on. I'll be home later. And doesn't know he's getting sick, and then he gets sick, and then he's becoming a zombie. And, you know, and then all of a sudden, you see him put himself in the fire. He's, he, he's trying to kill himself. He doesn't, want to, he doesn't want to become what he has seen all the rest of those have become. And you know, and obviously it's you know becomes a little bit worse because he goes up into smoke and then the, the acid rain. Although he's not the creation of the rest of the zombies, he's a part of it. Like he's trying to so you know, be a solution, and he 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 makes it a little worse. But he sacrifices himself because he sees what he's becoming. He gets down, he prays, and he says, "God forgive me." Takes his ring off, puts it on the thing, and pulls himself into the crematorium and catches himself on fire. That's beautiful. Well, here's the thing on that. This is how you know this movie and this series is slapstick. The guy who kills himself, his name is Bert. His friend who owns the merch, uh, who owns the uh, mortuary is Ernie. You guys oh. get the connection? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. Mm-hmm. Um, good, good also, oh, yeah. Also, there's another actor in this movie that we're going to be seeing here this month. Our next retrospective series is going to be Friday the 13th. And this actor has uh, been in this movie and Friday the 13th, part five. He plays Demon. He's the uh, he's the only black guy in this one. And uh, I actually, I found him to be one of the best actors in it, to be quite honest with you. Cause he's just like, he else, looks just like Arsenio Hall. I thought that's who it was at first when I was a kid. Arsenio Hall. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the guy who plays Joanna Man, is it? Nice. <laughs> it might be. We have to look that up. Because that would be like the greatest thing since sliced bread, maybe. That'd be pretty funny. Zo- since zombie bread. Since zombie bread. Okay, well, I mean, we already established what I think are what our least favorite and favorite is. Is this a series you guys would recommend to friends that are like, hey, I kind of want to check out, you know, some old school horror flicks? Would you guys say, hey, you know what? Check out this series. This is a good series to watch. Is this something you guys think that you would do? I mean, if they liked zombie movies, then, I mean, yeah. Th- these these aren't for everybody, but, I mean, at the same time, like, uh, people are watching dumber shit on TV, so, you know, why, 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 not, why not this? If you can binge 10 hours on a TV show, you can binge, uh, what, like, uh, five and a half or, or six hours for three movies. And you probably, yeah. you know, in... It's I, they're entertaining. I, I'm not gonna lie, especially if you just you know half the fun of it is is making fun of itself. So yeah, which is great because if this was made to be serious, I think this will be a whole deller discussion about them thinking that this is gold and it's really not. I mean, let's be honest here. I wonder if that'll be a new thing, just to binge a just a movie, or they make TV shows into just you know like a, like a Sherlock type type thing where they're each like an hour, hour and a half. Uh, yeah, hour and a half or two hours long, and they just make three of them. Here's, oh, that could be a new thing for Netflix. If they get up on that shit, revamp all the Living Dead series, yeah, and, and then just re-release in in a trilogy, and have people binge yeah. watch that and see what happens. So now you can have them stand alone, one, two, and three, but you know it, it, they're each two hours long, and so now you got six, six hours of that shit. Just an idea, <laughs> break new ground. And I think you could be it, yeah. creating something. It could be interesting because I, I tell you what, this series is dead, unfortunately. They haven't made a new one since 2005, so it's been 11 years. I really wish they would make a new series, but uh, they my keep God. on going with with just other. They just have so many other just things that just happen. Walking Dead has just consumed everything as far as zombies, and then which like, is unfortunate. The 28 days took over a lot of the. I love that shit too. Okay, okay. Actually, you know what? Let's. I think that's a great question to ask there, uh, Eric. That's a good idea. Is this 
something that is good in the uh, world of horror? Is this something that should stand alone, or is this something that people should just forget about because zombies are so much more in the pantheon of uh, of the of the culture? Everyone likes zombie movies, man. Like you have a zombie movie that comes out quite often and frequently. Hold on. And yeah, you just have them so frequently that you can come out and recreate something. They have a new one, Zombie Apocalypse, like that's coming out. Or Scout's Guide to Surviving the Zombie Apocalypse. I think that's what it's called, right? I want to see that actually. Yeah. That looks fun as hell. So I mean. Shaun of the Dead is revered as a classic already, and it's, you know... Is it really? I don't know. I, I mean, it's like 12 years old or something like that, and people already, you know, consider it to be up there between, you know, a lot of other classic ones. But it, it's, it's what it is. Everyone likes the genre, and if you can keep on creating new ways to make the genre, the people are going to like it. With with yeah. anything, too. With, with I mean, it happens with vampires a lot, too. No, yeah, yeah, because I, I don't know why this, this 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 series is so important to me. I mean, like, I think this, because I don't sit here, and I don't have all of them on Blu-ray or nothing like that. I only have the first first one on Blu-ray. But, I mean, for some reason, this franchise is just, every time where I see zombies becoming ridiculous, which they do nowadays, uh, this is just like a breath of fresh air. More to me than... Uh, than the uh, uh, than the uh, George Romero zombies, I come back to these more than George Romero for some reason. I don't know why. Well, they're never gonna be redone to your liking, so it's always gonna just be reimagined into something similar or inspired from. Well, so, you know, just appreciate yeah, because, that the series is gonna that that, that the genre is, lives on. Well, yeah, because um, okay, here for an example, like I watch. There's only there's only two uh, series on TV that I watch religiously when it comes out, and it's uh, American Horror Story and it's uh, The Walking Dead. And uh, when Walking Dead just gets uber stupid and just doesn't follow anything, and I'm bored throughout half the season, I, I go back to these movies for some reason and go, you know what? This is what zombies are supposed to be about, <laughs> and I don't know why. But I really, really dig this series, and I think this is something that people definitely need to see. I mean, like, uh, especially the second one. I mean, Eric, did you get a chance to see the second one at all? or the For the Living Return Dead? Return of the Living Dead, yeah. Yeah. And I was I mean, looking at, actually, that cover art as, as you were describing it. It's, it's cool. It is the best cover art ever, in my opinion. Um, okay, so we talked about the best. We talked about the worst. Do you guys have an opinion on who was the worst character in this series that uh, just shouldn't have been in it, that was just boring as hell, you did not care about, they live or died? Was that majority of the characters, or was <laughs> yeah, that just pretty some? Much. I, w I would personally say any uh, any character from the last two. From the last two? You didn't care no, about them? No, any character from the last two. Like, I cared about them in 4, in Necropolis, because they were like, okay, we're going to go rescue our friend, and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, then it happens again in five, and they forget that it happened. So I no longer care about them. The, the filmmakers of five have ruined the characters of four for, for me. Um, I, I, the only one I ever really, the only one I really cared about is when they were sick. Is is the uh, the two guys who worked in the in the science corpse lab? Yeah. No, yeah. Those guys were those guys were great. <coughs> I'm, I'm so sad that they don't continue with them. Uh, here's the here's an interesting trivia for you guys. I don't know if you knew this or not, but uh, four and five was shot on the outskirts of Chernobyl. Oh, nice! Oh. So I really wish they actually shot that in Chernobyl because uh, the Chernobyl movie, if you guys have seen it, is the worst film I've seen in a long Which time. The Chernobyl yeah. Diaries. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that was terrible. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that that was a pretty lame movie, wasn't it? Yeah, because uh, because as the guy who directed uh, Paranormal Activity, the first one, so I'm like, okay, there may be something cool about it. There was nothing, and then for the longest time, uh, he was uh, that director. We're not talking about Paranormal Activity, but that director was supposed to do uh, Area 51, just like uh, Paranormal Activity, you no know, POV, whatever. And that came out last year, and it is terrible. What a great idea, Area 51 POV film. That's a great idea. I like that a lot, and. Ah, oh, God, it's just terrible. So, I don't know why I got on that subject, but because of Chernobyl, <laughs> but still. <laughs> it's just 
my two cents on it all. But I mean, zombie movies are, are taken to a to a certain degree of something to make, you know. And you when you compare yeah. it to the likes of like George A. Romero uh, or something, you know, skilled like that who is able to just kind of not only define the genre but just make up the rules for it too and like it's the makeup and it's the effects that's that's half of it too and so when you see it now and if it's like computerized that you see something in like uh oh what's the will smith movie the last um oh uh um, i am legend i am legend yeah something like that where it's just cheaply animated or world war z and you're just like yeah like it's it's fine and everything like that but when you're Add in a graphic, you're taking away the character. Makeup okay. is always going to be the when you have just graphic makeup like that, like people who are just love just doing prosthetics and shit. Like, it's, I actually, it's really cool to just to see that. You're actually right, Eric. That's a great point. I was going to bring that up, but you brought it up. That's a great point. I don't know what you guys feel about this, but I feel if you compare Return of the Living Dead's franchise to neither uh, to Romero's Living Dead franchise. These have the best zombies out of the two franchises. I mean, like, the guys who made these movies were gorehounds, in my opinion. I mean, mm-hmm. these guys, you can tell that they cared. Where if you saw, um, which everybody in this have, have seen it, but uh, when you see uh, Dawn of the Dead, they're just blue. They're just yeah. painted blue, you know, and there's just nothing with it. This this took time, and I really appreciated them on it because they were making a slapstick, cheapy B-movie. But they had a lot of fun with the gore. And that is actually, in my opinion, what makes a great B-movie horror film. Is you don't have a lot of good story. You don't have a lot of good anything. But you have a budget for gore. Get to the gore. And that's what's entertaining. Get to the gore. Get to the gore. gore. That was the best thing, in my opinion, about this series were these kills. Yeah. Like every time somebody every time somebody died and every time there was a kill, it was beautiful. I hear the crunch, you know. Oh, yeah. Especially with the brain thing, which I actually, I don't know. Okay, okay, here's a fun question, Eric and uh, Ed. If you had the predicament of being in a corner with a zombie, would you rather get killed by the Romero zombie who tears you alive and eats your intestines alive? Or would you rather go with the Return of the Living Dead zombies that just eat your brain and that's it? Well, if you're going to die, die quick. Uh, the brain yeah, probably is not going to be quick, though. I don't think either. Well, I, I think yeah. you would you would just probably just just be stunned, right? You just you just <laughs> like you wouldn't feel it because there's no nerves in your brain, right? So you would just just go. You would just like lose motor skills, and you just you know. Yeah, you'd shit, you'd shit yourself and realize you were getting eaten alive. Yeah. Well, see, yeah, yeah, because there's thing because if I had my choice, I would go with the return zombies because they would bite my skull somehow, teeth get into the skull but we'll, we'll just we'll just go with the, it the spirit is willing you know <laughs> yes and uh he takes a big chunk out i'm a vegetable but knowing that the rest of my body is beautiful and then i'm good with it yeah I'll keep that preserved <laughs> right you know just... i'm good with it because i was thinking about it and i'm not trying to get scientific but i'm just curious what you guys think if you were to get tore open by a zombie and having your intestines ripped out are you dead right when your right when your uh, stomach gets ripped, or, or or I mean like I mean how's I mean or I don't know like is is there like a death immediate on that? I mean I, I'm not I, no, I'm would. not a I'm not a uh, I don't study anatomy, but I would think that your body would at least go into shock <laughs> to the point to where it would you'd pass out and then you would die. Yeah. Okay. Because that's a painful way to go. I'm assuming. Yeah, I would, I would imagine, I would agree 100% with that, is that looking at that, you just be like, holy fuck, and you just like, you wouldn't even... <laughs> I can put it back in, that's I so, can put it back in. That would be just so intense, man, and yeah, that'd be yeah. one hell of a way to go, that's, that's for sure. So that might be, I don't know, if you want to go out with a bang, like that's that's a good that's a good roller coaster way to go out. Yeah. Now, I wanted to save this for you guys, and this is for the fans too, for you two guys to check this out if you get a chance. Check out an independent uh, French film called Les Hordes. Oh, yeah. I know okay. what you're talking about. I've seen it. This has the most zombies Guinness Book of World Record on screen with over 200. Nice. And this guy gets a machete and plows through all of them. <laughs> nice. 
It's amazing. I'll check that out. Oh, it's great. Uh, you can YouTube it. You just type in Lay Horde, and it has a video matched with Five Finger Death Punch. Have you seen Dead Snow? <laughs> yes, I haven't seen the sequel. I gotta check that out. <laughs> Fantastic, man. Like, I mean, that's another great part of it when you add Nazis into it, too. So, undead zombie Nazis, like, it's just... just it just sounds right. It does, it does. Zombie Nazis. I wish they had zombie Hitler. If it was but... like if it was like zombie Chinese or anything else, it wouldn't be as it wouldn't hold as much, but no. Nazi no, zombies? Yeah, like, yeah. Nazi zombies, man. Nazi zombies are an amazing thing. It is, uh, there's just more evil than the regular zombie. Yeah. Alright, so uh, of course we don't want to stay on forever, but because again, sorry guys, and to the fans this is the first time doing a series, so we're trying to figure it all out on how we want to do it. But I will say, again, like we said, we bought our worst, our favorite, uh, actors, actresses, whatever, right? Um, where should this series go? That's my last question. Should, if they had the money and the studio said, let's do a sixth one, what should they no, do? Should they do... Space! They should Space? pay money and not do it again. <laughs> Space? I think they should do... Uh, I think they should do... Uh, um, uh, what they call it now... Uh, Lego sequel. Lego sequel? Lego sequel. Google it. That's a thing now. You know what? Um, actually, I think they should go something um, kind of... I, this is what my idea would be. Okay. okay. And I would, this is inspired by Resident Evil 5, actually. Where okay. if you were to do kind of... Instead of it being a very upper scale of like, you know white man good looking white female good looking and you know all that all that routine shit let's bring it down a notch and let's have it start at a favela because Resident Evil 5 it happened in in kind of you know tight African quarters there yeah. when you have it in favela I mean those are that's tight those are just tight narrow hallways and every mm -hmm. time you turn like you know there's zero peripheral for the most part and so I think that'd be a really yeah. good setting especially because everything's on top of each other too so yeah well, that would actually be a scary as hell. I yeah, think. I, think, I think that'd be pretty cool. And then you can get some Latin flavor in there, too. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, they're fun to look at. So, I mean, you know, Hollywood, you know, you could probably, you know, let's have Vin Diesel show up. But, you know, Michelle Rodriguez needs another movie. Does she, though? No, she's, mean... in the, she's in the new Machete. No. Yeah, I don't. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, she's been machete? in like 12 no. movies. No, yeah, she's a. Uh, I don't know what she's doing. She'll, she'll just do whatever. I feel like she just sh shows up on a Yelp set and she's like, hey, do you guys uh, need me? And they're like, yeah, I think we got a part for you. Michelle Rodriguez, Maybe. come on up. Yeah. <laughs> let's have you uh, read this line right here. Let's, have, you know, let's just have you just drive this car. That's it. And, th yeah, and then, and then pretend that you're dead and then come back for later movies. I mean, that's the way to go. I think that if she just had one scene in, in ten movies a year... Yeah, I don't think anyone would say anything. I think really? people will. I think people would expect it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, well, think, people needs, would, yeah. I don't think people would be surprised by it. I don't know. There's a few. There, I think a few people can get away with it. I think she'd be one of people. Would be just like, oh, yeah, yeah, she's been in that movie. And I don't think anyone. I think maybe like ten years down the road, uh, down the road, someone would be like, hey, did you know that on this day, like Michelle Rodriguez has done like a hundred movies, like. <laughs> Check her catalog. Like, she's been in everything. everything. And just throwing her cameo in like 30 movies. Right. Eric, <laughs> Eric, you have something. That's what we need to do. We need to come up with the script, and it is Return the Living Dead 6, Fast and Furious. Oh. <laughs> Listen, I mean, holy shit. Do you guys remember the, the old uh, um, kind of advertising skit with the crash test dummies? Yes. And like, yes. They, they became popular where they had like their own cartoon, they had their own toys and stuff like that. I would like that for to happen. If these zombies could now learn to drive or just have always known to drive and maybe they're just yeah. now able to hotwire a car or, or the future where all, yes. the, all the cars are just kind of I, – I, I don't know. Let's let's make that happen. All Every car can be started without – oh, with fingerprints maybe. So the zombies get the fingerprints – Whatever the fuck, I'm I'm stuck on that idea. Obviously, so we're just gonna yes. keep moving on. But either way, but they can drive the cars, and if they were to crash, and I don't want the cars to blow up. I want to just see their bodies constantly fly out. Like that, just <laughs> every time that they're driving, it's like they're driving, they're going a hundred every time. It's just yeah, you know, all right. yeah. 
Yeah, we need to do that. Every time on impact, it's just like they explode on the windshield or they just fly out every time. Well, but, but see, what they, we all they are the projectile, do, and they go right into They're the projectile. They just go right through. Let's see. Look, this is what we need to do. We need to come up with an amazing name like Fan Four Stick. We need to do something <laughs> like that. <laughs> like fan uh, four. Did you say fan four skin? No, four stick. That's what they. Oh, that's what they. Uh, uh, that's the Fantastic Four movie that bombed. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Return of Living Dead. Fast. I, I. I don't know. I'm not good at this shit, but we can tell. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we, no, can we, tell. we can do something like that. I mean, like, uh, what's a you know high speed chase or. Oh, 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 here we go, here we go, here we go. Return of the Living Dead 6, Octane. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Octane. And Fuck. zombie cars. Yeah, 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 there we go. There's there's the sixth one. That That's what needs to happen. <laughs> but uh, that, that needs to happen, so anybody who's listening, uh, yeah, you need to make that happen. If you don't, uh, Eric will find you. And then I'll, I'll ask you to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Jordan, before I kill myself, what are we yeah. what are we doing? Uh, viewer rating? Are, are we watching? Uh, are we watching it? Are we not giving a shit about this series? What are we doing, guys? What are you talking about? For this whole series, like, what are we what are we rating? Oh, okay, yeah, well, okay, okay. This is my idea of you know how we see it, don't see it, bother, whatever. Um, I guess we can give our opinions of if somebody would come to you on a street and say, "Hey, dude, um, I'm a zombie fan. Should I see this? What would you recommend it?" So, uh, I mean, Ed, go ahead, buddy, since you brought it up. What would you give it, buddy? You know, overall, I mean, if somebody said, hey, what do you think about the Return of Living Dead series? I would just tell them, I would tell them to watch it. I'd say if you like horror movies, if you're a fan of things that just, number one, scare you, but also at the same time really don't scare you at all because of how corny it is, Yeah. I would say you have to watch this series. You have to? You have to watch this series. It's really? Not it's not something, in my opinion, you should necessarily own every single one of these movies, but at least you should own Return of the Dead. I think Return of the Dead, if in any film collector series, is quintessential. Okay. Because of what it is as a film. It, it, it designs... Because when you think zombies, you know... Forget about what we know now about you know uh, Walking Dead and Twenty Days Later and everything that's, that all the George A. Romero movies that had been remade. When you think zombies, you think they eat brains. And what else introduced the fact that they eat brains besides this series? Okay, okay. You know, and you know, I, I can't necessarily say that everybody else has seen this, but everybody knows that zombies eat brains. It's just what it, it is. What it is. And in my research, I can't find anything, and I don't know about you guys, that says, that said before this, or even after this, really, that zombies eat brains besides this series. No, so, it, just, it was made up for this movie, yeah. Right, right. So it has become, these zombies, this, this design of these zombies have become the essentially societal norm for zombies before The Walking Dead. So you have to own Return. That okay. being said, as a, a series as a whole, if it's on, you should watch it. it one, two, and three. Now, I, I, again, I have to recuse myself from two, but from what you've, you, you've said, it sounds beautiful. Um, <laughs> four and five, if they're on... And you've never seen them before, but you're a fan of one, two, and three. Watch them. Other than that, just let them die. <laughs> Four really? and five are awful. Like they, they they could have been so much more, and they weren't. They just you know you, they tried to tie them in together, and then forgot that they. Oh wait, wait a minute. We were trying to tie them in together. It, it was just the, the it, that ruined those movies for me. Ruined um, it. I, I however. Having to pick one of our particular rating scales, yeah, I would say watch it. I'd say watch the entire series. Watch it. Okay. All right. All right. Eric, do you have an opinion, buddy? What's your overall opinion of it? I think that in today's day and age, we are pretty spoiled with what we've been exposed to as zombies, and though of course we should give 
thanks and, and props to its originators. Thank you very much t- uh, to the people who created it, you know, and everyone who yeah. worked too hard to break through the genre, made it controversial, and made it very uh, disappointing for mothers to find underneath their kids, you know, beds and shit like that. Uh, I, I think that, though I appreciate this series, I think that by now everyone kind of knows the zombies genre, and so you could probably start with something... A little bit more favorable. Um, I'm yeah. personally just more more Romero, Dawn of the Dead. I I think. Are you? Yeah, I, it's just what I like personally. Not to say that anyone's right or wrong on this one. I would just say start from there. You could kind of, if you are really really loving the genre and you really want to kind of go back into the nostalgia trip, then yeah, you're gonna like it. But I think that you're not missing too much if you if you skip past and start at something a little bit more uh, uh, dated, a little more uh, kind of. Of you know a little, little bit more you know yeah I, and okay. then I, and uh, um, yeah I like a fast zombie too so okay all right so I mean so not really that important to see for this for this franchise but it is it, it, it is it isn't it right like a fifty fifty in a way yeah, just say just like listen it's 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 there it's always it's already there to be high up yeah you know. Uh, but just given everything that's already been done and seen and everything else like that, I just think that there are better zombie movies out there and that you could start from somewhere else. Okay, but if, but right. if you But if you liked, like, the Shaun of the Dead and, and, like, those three movies that he made, because those were kind of the same genre where, you know, it's just, like, guys go into a town, find themselves in a situation, and then they take out the situation, you know? Yeah. And a lot of hilarity kind of, you know, mischief kind of happens along the way. And, like, you know, just kind of stuff that doesn't really need to make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. You know? Okay. So if you like that, then you'll like this. Okay. I actually will agree on on, on, on that point when it comes to Shaun of the Dead. Um, I mean, I, I, would, I would say... Gotta see. I, I don't know what I would say on this because I'm torn because I do like the first two, but other than that, I'm not a fan of three, four, or five at all. I That's mean, kind I of my bias shitty. on that too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like they're 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 just kind of shitty movies uh, when it comes to three, four, and five. Three, like I said earlier, is becoming huge right now, and I have no idea why, but it is. I mean, people like Puppet Master, I guess, on that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, Inside joke. <laughs> Um, God, you know what, you know, Ed, I'm, I'm sorry, yeah, buddy, I'm gonna go with you on this one too. I'm gonna have to go with uh, watch it. I mean, it's 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 not watch the first two. If you feel squirrely, you want to go for three, go ahead. After that, nah, just just don't even pay attention to four or five. It's it's not really even a part of the series, in my opinion. To me, it's a trilogy. Um, but Eric, I do agree with your point, though. I mean, like if I had to pick either this or Romero zombies, I mean Rosero, uh, wow, Rosero. Romero zombies are um, way uh, just oh god I'm torn I'm really am but you know what screw it Romero zombies are the best these are second best that's what the movies are these are the best this is the best slapstick zombies I've seen besides Shaun of the Dead to be quite honest with you I mean I've seen a lot of shit and, and, those, and are, those are fun movies, man. Like yeah. something like that, or like Evil Dead, where it's just let's just have some fun and and kill some things. And yeah. we, we got like these this truck filled with like a hundred gallons of blood, and we got to use it all. You know, mm-hmm. let's, let's make to. that happen. Oh yeah, no yeah, so hundred percent agree. So I mean, um, since um, I'm going to be having a kid, of course I'm going to show him the first two. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Before and kindergarten, of course. Before kindergarten, that is the staple. He has to see that. Exorcist and Jaws before preschool. I mean, that's that's just how it is. Has to be. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna be such a bad dad. <laughs> no, not, not unless you throw him in the water right after you show him Jaws. <laughs> uh... Yeah. Hey, you want to go to the pond after Jaws? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, whatever pools we can't see the bottom, you know, like one of those, one of those right. dark Every, water. Everybody's like, "Oh my God, the shark's here!" It's a pool, Jordan. Relax, <laughs> it's a pool. No, it's not. He's here. So, but anyway. <laughs> well, uh, fans, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, of course, it was a little choppy. We haven't really done I, again, uh, like I said, a, a a retrospective series episode. So we kind of broke our cherry on that. But we'll figure out a great structure for everybody and. 
get you guys some good, awesome stuff. Because next time we come back, we're doing Friday the 13th, which my favorite slasher franchise of all time. And I got info that will bore you to death. To death. You will all be right. bored. All right. I got stories. Excited, excited for that. Oh, no. It, it, it's great, dude. I, I got stuff to say. My uh, my wife's my first date was Friday the 13th remake in 09. I wanted to see if she would do it. <laughs> so I had to put her through the test. She had to watch all of them before we could go. But anyway, so uh, we'll ch- chime in on that. Also, we got Deadpool coming up, and we also got a review of Hail Caesar coming up as well. Tons of movies that are coming out that we are going to be reviewing, and we can't wait to give it to you guys. But uh, do you guys have anything you want to add? Or If not, this is Jordan for Movie Guys Podcast. And this is Ed. (laughs) This is Eric, everybody. Thanks for listening. Take care. Have a good night, guys. Bye.